Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Yes, yes, yes. He is back. Winston Venable. He held out. The contract negotiations took a little longer than uh, hopeful, but uh, Winston Venable has returned to Bronco Nation News. We're excited uh, the next couple of weeks here as we uh, dive back into spring football. We had spring break. We had basketball season kind of wrapping up and figured now was the the perfect time to bring our man Winston Venable in to talk Boise State football as we get set for the spring game a week from Saturday. Winston Venable, my man, saw you at Pro Day. Uh, so I know you're I know you're doing good, but uh, how you doing, man? BJ, man, I'm doing great. We uh you know, the weather's been a little funky out here in, in old Boise, Idaho, wait, waiting for the spring to really show up, lead right into a nice summer. But hey man, to be honest with you, starting the week off with a little BSU action at Pro Day on Monday, little BNN on a Wednesday. I mean, come yeah. on, man. Let's let's be real here, man. The week is off to a great start. Get through this hump day and uh Got a little birthday action on Friday, so it's going to be a great week for me, man. Yeah, yeah, I already paid him, folks, so he has to be nice to me and be in a good mood today because he already got paid for the show. So I, that's the best way I know my guys aren't going to sk- stiff me at eight fifty-five and say they can't make it today when they, when the pit when the checks already cash. So uh, excited to have you on, man! I wanted to play some DMX, you know, we're back or or something, but I just uh, with the copyright issues, I couldn't I couldn't get it going today. But uh, we are excited to have you back and talk some football, man. Like I said, it was kind of a natural transition. You had the basketball team uh, in the tournament, and then you had spring break right after that. And now they're back at it, and, and uh, we're going to talk a little offense, a little defense. But I, I did want to start with Pro Day because I saw you out there. Um, I know you're still very close with a lot of these guys. Co- you obviously were on the coaching staff when all these guys played. Um, what, what's it like for you? Obviously, you're a former player. I know they, they opened the door for you with, with open arms. But uh, in terms of, you know, as a former coach of these guys uh, and, and wanting to see them do well and even remembering your Pro Day and what it's like to be in their shoes, you know, going back to a ways, um, what were your thoughts on Monday? Yeah, you know, absolutely, BJ. It's it's really awesome to be able to go to a pro day and support the guys, right? That I've, I mean, some of these guys I helped move into the dorms. Some of them I was their, you know, offensive coach or weight room coach or player development coordinator, right? I had all those different roles in the program. So uh, my relationships with these guys run pretty deep. And and really, that's, that's why I show up to those things is just to support the guys that I've known for five, six years now and, and um, kind of just let them know that alumni is there to support them along with the other guys. So awesome time, awesome event, get to see the boys. And, um, and then some of them I have even deeper relationships with where we talk about the, maybe the angst and the pressures of pro day and make sure those guys' minds are right going into it. Because, you know, for instance, like a guy like Scott Matlock didn't get to combine and this is, that was a big day for him, but you know, Scott Matlock's also got four or five years of film. And I just always try to remind these guys that they've always built this cake already over this four or five year period. And that's your game film and everything else, whether it's the East West shrine or the senior bowl or combine, all these are just small layers of icing and it's not going to make or break you. So go out there and have some fun with it. Yeah. And you talk about Scott Matlock and he was a guy that, uh, yeah, he said, yeah, it was, you know, be honest, probably a little disappointed uh, that he felt snubbed from the combine. I think going into the season, we all would have expected that to happen. The numbers weren't quite as good this year, a lot of which was because of the the defense being so good as a whole that maybe a guy like a Scott Matlock or a guy like a Jail Skinner didn't have to put up these huge stat lines. 
But it was a big day for Scott Matlock, and you look at what he did. I mean, I know it's different timing system, different all that kind of stuff, but yeah. you put you put uh, what he did at the Combine or what he did at Pro Day up with what, you know, the defensive tackles did at the Pro Day, and he would have been, uh, you know, the best, if not, you know, one of the best uh, overall guys in terms of uh, top five in all of his numbers in terms of the 40-yard dash, the 29 reps on the bench press, yeah. uh, all the different things that he did. I mean, I talked to a – a, uh, a scout from a team after pro day. And they said, Scott Matlock, no doubt helped himself more than anybody else. And maybe went from a guy that was right on the fringe of, and, and probably, a you know, a, an undrafted guy to a guy that now I think has a great yeah. chance to go on th day three of the draft. Yeah. I think, and I think what you've seen there just from Scotty is um, really exactly what happened from that NFL PA game is he dominated and did what he did there and probably was, you know, he probably would have been a guy that could have been selected for the East West or senior bowl initially, but what did he do, man? He performed well, he turned some heads and he got that invite um, for the East West shrine. And what a, what a crazy week that is for him, right? He goes and busts his tail at the, at the NFL PA just to then hop on a flight and go right into practices and getting coached up by Belichick and the boys. Yeah. And it's, it, Doing that is not easy, right? I mean, not many guys are doing two all-star games or two postseason games like that. So I think it just lines up along with what Scott's been able to do and um, maybe just not as much attention. And now it's starting to go, hey, a lot more eyes are on him and he's performing really well. So I think you said it, BJ. I, he probably went into this whole deal as a undrafted free agent. And maybe that happens anyways. But he – He's solidifying, you know, getting that and getting into camp. And the other thing I tell some of these guys, whether you're going fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, you still got to make the team. So there might be some signing bonus money involved in that. But when it comes down to it, BJ, you know, there's not enough money invested in these guys in the in those later rounds that, I mean, you're not a guarantee even if you get drafted. So you got to have that same mindset, hungry, humble, go in there and earn a spot on the team. So Scotty's the type of guy that's going to go do that and highly confident in his abilities. We saw Caleb Biggers with 23 reps on the bench press and did some things. Uh, George Tarlis was out there showing that he was healthy. John Ojuku kind of let his numbers from the combine stand for themselves, but uh, did the individual kind of offensive line workouts. Uh, uh, we'll talk about JL Skinner in a second uh, because he didn't you know, work out, but we did talk to him. But just the other nine guys, I guess, that worked out. Uh, any takeaways or thoughts? Uh, obviously, you know, I've got the number at two and a half right now in terms of uh, if you're setting a, a Vegas over under on Boise State players drafted this year. Uh, I got it at two and a half. I think Skinner is for sure. And then I think one of the other guys is for sure. I think you get at least two, in my opinion. Um, but I think you have a chance to get up to four. I think Matlock, I think Ojuku, I think Tyreek Jones, and I think Skinner all have uh, very strong chances. And I think that all of a sudden, if, if you get four guys drafted, you're looking at that as a heck of a year for Boise State. Uh, I thought Tyreek Jones helped himself with some of the things he did. Would have liked to have seen a little more than nine reps on the bench press, but I know he's got those long arms, and that can just be tough for, for a guy. But uh, you know, he did a lot of things at the Combine as well to help his stock. Um, any any takeaways from any anybody else that worked out or just their NFL draft stock uh, aside from Skinner? Yeah, you know, I think I think uh, like you you hit it. A lot of those guys. I mean, with those four guys you mentioned, I, I do I do agree with you on that, BJ. I think all four of those guys have great potential to get drafted. I think Skinner is probably that guaranteed guy in there, and throwing those other three in the mix. That um, yeah, I think they have a great shot. You know, when you look at 
the percentage of combine guys that get drafted, it's pretty high. So you can kind of put Tyreek Jones and, and John Ajuku in that mix. And there's only a, a group of guys that go to the combine that don't end up getting drafted. So hopefully they fall on the, the better better side of that. And I think that's, that's really realistic for that to happen. So, um, you know, those guys that did go to the combine, they kind of solidified their day. Like you said, maybe the, the bench press. I think there's some guys that don't even bench anymore um that are defensive backs and wide receivers you know and i think it's it measures oh, jail skinner got hurt too doing the best yeah i mean it measures it measures some strength but really are you a football player can you tackle are you physical and a guy like tyreek jones was one of the most physical football players for the boise state defense over the last several years so his physicality and his aggression um doesn't necessarily mean that nine reps really means too much for him so um i think he had a great day caleb biggers i think we looked at that short shuttle at at like a three nine something. And I remember when I was playing, I think Austin Pettis was like a three nine six or something around there. And it's just, that's moving, that's moving some short quickness right there. So that was a, a number from Biggers that was expected, but um, running in the, in the low four fours uh, with the shuttle at under four. I mean, he, he put together a pretty good day and he's a strong cat. So I think he was able to show himself not being a combine guy and really like Scotty, um, maximizing his day. So a lot of those dudes get, did great. And I think more or less, you know, a lot of the guys that you just listed off BJ and I know we'll get into it, but a lot of defensive guys, right? Uh, Zeke, Noah, Biggers, Tyreek Jones, Tyreek LaBeouf. So, um, a lot of defensive guys coming out from Boise state this year, which also leads us later on into what that defense is going to look like and who's got to step up this spring. No doubt, we are going to hear from Spencer Danielson in a little bit, but I wanted to stay one more uh, thing on the uh, on on Monday's pro day, and that was Jail yeah. Skinner. And, and Jail Skinner's a guy that uh, obviously uh, said he was literally just lifting weights, doing a bench press session, and just felt uh, a muscle tear in his uh, in his pec and, and tore a pectoral muscle right before the uh, combine, so he couldn't do any of the stuff there. T had surgery March seventh. He's out for uh, twelve weeks, is what he told us, and he won't be doing anything till early June. Um, so obviously disappointing because he was a guy that I think we still think is going second or third round, but you never know if he'd have, but his size and what he can do and what his tape says, if he'd have just balled out at the combine, balled out at pro day, put up some crazy numbers, maybe he sneaks into the back of the first round. So, um, let's hear about a 45 second clip first from JL Skinner talking about the injury and, and not being able to be out there at pro day. To really work what you work for. So, I mean, it's a pretty big bummer to have that taken away out of nowhere so i mean it was pretty it was pretty a bad experience for me in that end because i just had everything taken away from me that i've been working for for about what 17 years whatever now so for a long time so just really wanting to get there and be in that moment just having that taken away did hurt but it's all right everything's a little blessing in disguise i don't think it would hurt me in a sense just a peck like i'm all right just a peck not really my knees or anything like that we'll be fine people recover from pecs during the season if time need be so i don't think it necessarily hurt me I just feel like the combine would have helped me in a sense. It's really showing I can run, really brought my stock even higher. You know, not leaving any doubts, but, you know, I think my film says enough also. The film does say enough, uh, Winston. What, what, uh, what's that like for uh, a guy that, uh, again, probably not going to lose a lot, but I think could have improved his stock even more, and then he's stuck sitting there watching. Uh, I did think it was kind of cool. He gathered all the scouts together over in one of the ends uh, at one point and kind of let them ask any questions they had and updated them on the injury and, and the surgery and kind of his timetable. Um, yeah. He's still meeting with teams and talking and things like that, but uh, certainly at his size – if he could have got out there and, like I said, had a great pro day workout, had a great combine workout, I think it would have helped his case. 
Yeah, I think he really would have solidified himself as one of those top safeties in the draft class. And 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 that's really, um, you know, it's really up to these GMs, these owners, these coaches on how they really view him now with that injury. I think one of the biggest things is just going to be wanting to, to poke on him and see imaging and see exactly what's going on and talk to doctors and talk to the surgeon who did the surgeries and and all those things, because obviously, yeah, his body of work speaks for itself and he is a top guy now where does that injury kind of affect him? And I think a big part of it is just a little bit of that unknown where um, he's got this, this window to rehab and then some team's going to take a shot on him and they're going to poke and they're going to say like, where are we at with this rehab? Because that's just the question mark that they're going to have. Can you still tackle? Are you still strong? All those things. And of course he's confident that he will progress, but he's at a position right now coming about 30 days till the draft that, um, you know, these next few few days, these next few months or this month, I should say, sorry. Yeah, it's going to be a time that uh, teams are just going to be question marking it and poking and, and picking on him and seeing what where exactly that timetable looks uh, with the rehab. And then it's up to them to make the decision. But I will say uh, whoever does get JL, they're smart because they're going to take a chance on a guy that will, will end up rehabbing well, getting back to where he is. And he'll be a great player in the NFL. We're going to talk uh, what his loss means for that safety group in just a second. But, uh, hey, we're broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios, more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails. Pick one up today at your local a gas station or grocery store. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. They're, they're uh, scheduling out for those spring concrete coatings if you want to transform the look of your garage, your back patio, your basement. It's five times stronger than epoxy. Uh, we've done it at the Reigns family and couldn't be happier. Uh, make uh, make the call, make the visit to their website, and uh, you won't be disappointed with the concrete coating from RowPaint.com. With the Afford of Boise, they're buying your used car. That's right. Even if you don't want to buy from them, which is crazy. You see the Reigns family. We bought an F-150 from them. Couldn't be happier. But uh, Lithia Florida Boise, they'll be sponsoring our hole-in-one contest again at the golf tournament. Some details on that to come. Uh, but uh, Lithia Florida Boise, LithiaFordaBoise.com. Check them out, and they will buy your used vehicle. Uh, you can get the, their full inventory of vehicles at Lithia Ford Boise. Com, Idaho Central Credit Union, ICCU.com, the best in mobile e-branch online banking. Check them out, ICCU.com. Find a location, a branch near you. Do it over half a million Idahoans have done and make the switch to ICCU. And uh, They're the sponsors of our YouTube chat, so jump on in the YouTube chat. We'd, we'd uh, love to have you. And speaking of uh, money and banking, uh, Winston, uh, Progressive Wealth Management, man, uh, give us a quick plug uh, for what you guys got going on. Man, it's been great. You know, so we're just diving into this next draft class, right? I mean, these 2023 guys and and really for us, it's, um, you know, making sure that our backyard's taken care of and, and that meaning Boise State and the relationships that we have with those guys and making sure that um, all the guys coming out have a great resource and great people around them, right, going into this process. So um, it's been awesome floating around a little bit, getting to know some players outside of Boise State and and really, like I said, it's it's all about us being resources. So this is like prime time right us right now for us um, going into the draft and kind of solidifying some of our relationships and who we're going to be working with going into the future. And for us, it's uh, it, you know, we got we got one of our big dogs right now just walked in the office, Matt Paradis, giving a shout out. So uh, you know, it, it's all about like I said, taking care of the guys in our backyard, getting outside of Boise State a little bit, being that resource, and it's prime time man going into this next draft class so i uh, was able to establish some relationships with some some auburn players which has been awesome uh, a couple other guys throughout the country so it's been pretty cool 
I mentioned the uh, golf tournament coming up June 2nd. I should mention, by the way, Winston, you're going to be out there playing in this, right? Hey, man. Four. We're going to get you out there. How, how's the golf game, man? Hey, BJ, I'll tell you something, man. I, I'm getting on the green and I'm two-putting everything. Wow. So in a scramble, you might not be that bad of a, a guy to have then. Well, I'll be, you know, I'll, I'm going to let it rip from the tee box okay. and then I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to let it rip from the tee box, make sure the short game's looking all right. And then if we need help on the green, I'm, I'm there. to. Are play you one of those guys? You, you seem like one of those guys that the, the more uh, Mick ultras you get in you, the better you play. I mean, you, I, yeah, I think it's a... yeah, I don't know about that. You know, <laughs> well, you got to be aware. You got to get the danger zone is when I get the driver out. Cause who knows where the ball goes? I, I'm the type of guy that probably relates my game to similar to like a seven year old guy that just kind of slaps it out there, keeps it in play, you know, okay. uses the irons a lot, you know, and just plays the safe ball. So for the uh, long drive competition, we don't have to worry about you being there competing for that or. Well, I mean, as long as it goes straight, I might have some distance on it. Yeah, it's, it's all this well, stuff. Well, we're that looking happens, forward to that, know? man. We, we uh, appreciate you uh, offering up your time. We're raising money for the Idaho Youth Sports Commission. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. June 2nd, we mentioned yesterday that Tyson Degenhardt, RJ Keene from the basketball team are going to be playing. We're working on some other NIL deals as well. And uh, we're running out of space. So if you want to meet Winston, see that uh, slice in action, uh, come on out to uh, the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament uh, June 2nd. Uh, you can get more information. It's uh, bronconationnews.com. Click on the golf tab at the top of the page. And, uh, yeah, Winston's going to be out there. Coach Riddle's going to be out there. Uh, some of the basketball coaches. Matt Bauscher will be out there. We're working on some other folks, uh, potentially some NIL deals, uh, depending on workouts with a football player or two. We'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, Winston just want, did want to uh, throw in a plug and say thank you publicly that you're going to be coming out to the tournament. Now that I've publicly said you're coming, we put the pressure on you. You can't back thanks, out. That's, that, thanks that's for the, the invite, reason. man. I'll be happy to uh, make it happen. We got early June, you said. What was it June again? 2nd, Friday, June, June 2nd. So it's the oh. Friday after Memorial Day. So you get the four-day week turns into a three-day week, you know, with the, the golf tournament on a Friday. It's going to be uh, It's going to be a fun time. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's, let's talk it. about the defense because um, we mentioned, um, you know, 11 guys worked out for Boise State at Pro Day, or 11 were there, I guess. Nine of the 11 are on defense, Winston. The only offensive players were John Ojuku and Kurt Raftall. Um, I'm sure there's been a disparity like that in the past, but I can't remember uh, so many defensive guys compared to offensive guys. And when you see that trickle down to the current um, roster at spring ball, I mean, there's a lot of key guys. I mean, you're talking about Tyreek Jones and JL Skinner, two starting, you know, safeties. You got Zeke Noah at linebacker, Scott Matlock on the defensive line, uh, a starting corner in Caleb Biggers. I mean, literally every level of the defense is losing uh, a, you know, all Mountain West caliber player. Um, it's going to be an interesting, uh, you know, spring and I guess offseason going into the fall to see who replaces those guys. Here's Spencer Danielson talking about, uh, trying to replace those guys and how it's going at spring practice. I know, BJ, good question. I mean, it's definitely been something that um, we've been preparing for, like we talked about even in January with signing day and then the second signing day period. So we knew it was coming. Obviously, yesterday being pro day, so excited for these young men because a lot of them have been here for so many years and just seeing their growth and development. So yesterday was a, um, an awesome moment for this place, an awesome moment for them. But it does show the amount of uh, players we're not only losing on defense, but also leaders we're losing. Uh, production we're losing and so it's been really fun this spring for guys to play guys to get a lot of reps that maybe hadn't yet the good thing with um some of our guys getting banged up last year was some of these guys had to play you know so maybe they didn't go into last year as a starter 
they were able to get some really good reps as the season went on because some of our guys got banged up. So there's guys out there with playing experience. There's some guys that this is their first couple months on campus, you know, with some of the um, early enrollees. So it's a really good mix of some guys that have played and even some of our guys that are returning, maybe banged up, not able to play as much. So we're able to play a lot of young guys, a lot of new faces and get a really good idea of where they're at. So the big thing for us is just building the foundation. Um, they don't need to be perfect. I'm not going to be perfect. We tell them all the time, but the foundation with which we play is everything. So for us, like our emphasis, communication and eye control. You can do that regardless of your talent level. It's our job to get you ready and prepared to communicate every snap and know what I'm looking at. Then pursuit, like how hard you play has nothing to do with your skill, your talent, how many games you've played on the blue. It doesn't matter. So just building some of those, that's only to name a few. We're just trying to continue to build the foundation with the younger group. Well, there he is, uh, Spencer Danielson, as I uh, try to figure out how to take him off there. There we go. Winston, uh, what do you make about, uh, again, um, I'm, you know, I, I guess it's a good problem to have because you had those guys last year and you want to see them do well, but also uh, uh, a lot of key. And, again, it's not just one position. It's every position across that defense. Yeah. They're going to have to have some guys step up. Yeah, you just said it, and, and so did Coach Spence. I mean, it's about stepping up. And I think throughout the course of even last year, you kind of see – and I mean, it's every football program and, and really at every level, NFL, you know, college, it doesn't matter. But, you know, guys get injured, uh, guys get traded, guys, guys quit, whatever. Right. So, I mean, if you just look at even the quarterback situation last year with Taylor Green stepping up. Right. That was kind of not a I want to say a surprise, but um, sure. Yeah, that was a surprise. So a guy's got to step up. Um you know, I think that there was some injuries in the secondary or even linebacker. I mean, I remember last year going, oh, Andrew Simpson's going to be playing now. Let's see what he's got going on. And he ends up having a great couple games and really stepping up and carrying the flag. So um, it's going to be interesting. I think I got my eyes set on that secondary and also that linebacker crew with, with Zeke Noah leaving. I, I'm curious where Andrew Simpson fits in. You know, Shea Aladipo, I'm hearing is playing that nickel position. Really curious to see, you know, how he fits in at that position because, you know, a guy like uh, Keikala Kaniho really solidified himself there. Um, Tyreek Jones stepped up in that position when Keikala left. And that, yeah, that's a big time position for Boise State defense. So I'd love to see how he does. And he's young. He's he's played some games, but he's going to be playing more than he ever has. So there's a lot of young guys. And like coach said, building that foundation, it's got to start somewhere. So some of these guys have been thrown in the fire through injury last year. And then some of them are going to be, uh, you know, guys we haven't really heard much about and we'll learn about them. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys missing, even a guy on that list that we're talking about pro day divine. I mean, divine obituary, he, he stepped up and had some great games last year. I mean, yeah, he was living in the backfield for a couple games. So he wasn't a, a starter even, and we're losing him. So there's some depth issues that I see too, where, you know, maybe we'll find out who the starter is. Well, who's behind him as well. What's the, uh, in terms of an off season and trying to replace guys at every level, is there one position where it's uh, harder to replace and one that's easier in terms of, I guess, if, if you, if you could, could pick like, okay, I'd rather have to replace the D line, but have my back, my back seven back, or I'd rather have to, you know, replace the safeties as long as I got all my all league, you know, returning D linemen back uh, or, or linebacker, you know, is going to be the hardest one to replace uh, whether it be just because of who they're losing or just uh, you know, in general, the position, how do you look at uh, corner safety linebacker yeah. line in terms of what, what the challenges are there? Yeah. Well, I would say for, you know, I would say for like the D line guys, um, I, I think you could probably get away with 
working with some high motor, very aggressive and physical players that just go, 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 and they're attacking and they're pass rushing and doing their thing. I think when it comes to the secondary now, whether it's the two safeties in the back, most of the time, big communicators, right? So you want to have some experience back there. You want guys that have had reps that are really vocal, that can get guys lined up and that, you know, like I said, are great communicators. So I would say tougher on the back end, um, replacing guys like we're got to replace like a JL Skinner and a Tyree Jones, very vocal guys. They have a lot of experience. They can help get guys lined up. Um, middle linebacker, typically that Mike linebacker position is a guy that, you know, is very local and he's running the show. So between the safeties and maybe a middle linebacker, those are guys that are hard to replace. They should be the captains of your defense. They should be guys that are the most vocal. So those type of positions, probably more than your D-line or even corners, um, those guys are very, the corners are very skilled position, technique base, and they're usually wanting to know from the safeties, what are we doing? Where do you, where do you want me lined up or whatever? So safeties is a big place to, to replace well, we're, we're kind of doing an overview of, of kind of the offseason storylines and things since we, uh, you know, and maybe next week we can kind of get into a little more specific positions here and guys and things. But I do want to mention the uh, the offense real quick before we get out of here. Uh, but I do want to – does Matt Paradis want to come in? Bring him in, man. We'll put him on. I think, he, I think he's meeting with the big dog Tracy, man. We'll, we'll, we'll have him pop in at some point. But, uh, yeah, you know, Matt's the man. Yeah, he is. Hey, uh, Travis Hawks, also the man, the Blue and Orange Store. Check him out, theblueandorangestore.com. They'll uh, hook you up. Free shipping, any order over $40. Just go to theblueandorangestore.com. Get your uh, spring game gear. Get ready. Free shipping, any order over $40. Or you can go into the Boise Town Square Mall. Check them out. Second floor there next to Pro Image. You looking for a job? How about transportation compliance service? They can help you out every step of the way to get into the trucking industry. Transcomservice.com. Check them out. Uh, whether it's the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, the big rig on your screen, transcomservice.com can help you every step of the way to get the permits and things you need to get out there towing that first load in no time. You need a dentist? How about Boise Dentistry Co.? Locations across the Treasure Valley, five of them. 208-906-1255 is the phone number. Find a location near you, boisedentistryco.com. They make going to the dentist an enjoyable experience for the whole family, boisedentistryco.com. And if you need business insurance, United Commercial Insurance, they can help you out every uh, step of the way. 44 states, they can write business insurance policies across the across the country. So pretty much anywhere you're watching this from, they can help you out. They make business insurance easy at United Commercial Insurance. And, of course, our friends, Ridley's Family Markets, 13 locations in the state of Idaho. Check them out at shopridleys.com. They got that new app. Go download the new Ridley's app, shopridleys.com. And Matt Bousher, number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley, he'll be playing in the golf tournament BoucherRealEstate.com. No home is too big or too small for Matt Boucher and his team. Check them out at BoucherRealEstate.com. We got two, three minutes left here, running out of time, Winston. But offensively, um, I was going to play a quote from Bush Hamden, but we'll just talk about it and save time. Um, you know, they've got most – they're in the opposite kind of boat. I mean, a, a new offensive coordinator coming in, but they got their quarterback back. They got their running backs back. They got their receivers back. They got their top tight end back. And they got, you know, potentially four starting linemen back, um, you know, three, four linemen that played a lot last year, I guess, back. Um, much different scenario on the offensive side. Now, they are trying to learn a new system, new uh, terminology, yeah. things like that. Uh, what's your overview of the offense this spring? Yeah, I think you just hit it. I mean, for them, new offensive coordinator comes in. Uh, that verbiage might be a little bit different, might take the guys a little bit more time to figure out, oh, this is what this play was called last year, or it's a very similar concept. But um, 
yeah, just getting familiar with their new coach, right? There's a new offensive coordinator, new running back coach, a couple new guys in the building where it's just getting familiar with things that are going on and getting those reps and really building that confidence. I would probably look at the offensive line as one of the bigger, um, bigger position groups that I'd be keeping an eye on just because there's so much chemistry that needs to be had there, right? I mean, those guys are all working on this string and they got to be on the same page and We've lost a couple great leaders and John Ajuku and uh, um, shoot, sorry, uh, Keikani, uh, Gonzalez and, and, and those type of guys that really have been there and um, they're able to identify things. They're able to communicate. And, you know, it's, it's interesting where, you know, guys like Ezra Cleveland, you know, years back used to tell me, I mean, it's great when him and John Mulchon were, were, working on the same side because they didn't have to even communicate. There was a nonverbal communication going on because they were on the same page, seeing the same things. And it would just, I mean, great chemistry. So I think this new group of online, they got to build that chemistry and that communication and um, really solidify themselves as a group. So that's that the position group I'll be keeping an eye on. Yeah. Much, much uh, less storylines in terms of guys having to replace people on the offensive side of the ball, which, uh, I guess final thing, what would you rather have for a, for a, maybe for Andy Avalos and a head football coach? Would you rather have the the, the high-powered uh, offensive guys all returning and have to work on the defense, or would you rather – I guess it's kind of your philosophy as a head coach, which which side you're going to lean on. But uh, maybe some would prefer to have a, a veteran, you know, senior-led and star defense and then work on the offense. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I personally – you know, I don't know how Andy feels, but I personally would – I'd like to have that offense more solidified than my defense. I, you know, and I'm a, you know, the way I view football on the defensive side, it's, it's pretty simplistic in the sense that you can probably get some really high effort, energetic, passionate, aggressive players to go get the job done. And you can simplify things on the defensive side and you might have to be a little bit more complex on offense. And I just feel like um, there'll be some guys that, you know, high effort goes a long ways on the defensive side of the ball. So um, maybe they're young and maybe they don't have as much experience or maybe, um, you know, maybe not even as skilled. But when you get a guy out there that can run around with high effort and just tell him, go get the ball, um, there's some, some things that work out better. And that's usually why, like, a defense is ahead of the page than an offense in a fall camp, because you got to run – Run and hit, run and hit. I mean, that is basics of, of defense. So get 11 guys to go out there and run and hit people, and you'll be all right. We uh, we didn't get a, we had a lot of stuff we had to get to today, so we didn't get uh, we, I kind of neglected the comments section. So, so I apologize to all those that put comments on your Sky did say that uh, Venable the legend, um, and of course James wanting to know the biggest question: what you think about the point guard they just signed from San Diego for the basketball team? We'll we'll talk with Mike Prater about that tomorrow. But yes, uh, Roddy Anderson the third they did get a big transfer from UC. Yeah. Uh, San Diego for the basketball team. We're talking football today, but James, uh, I will discuss that with Mike Prater on tomorrow's show. But uh, Winston, really appreciate your time, man. Uh, continued success with Progressive Wealth Management. What's the website? Uh, ways for folks can uh, get more information? PWMmanagement.com. Yep, PWMmanagement.com. And um, yeah, we're really, you know, one of our niches is is these football guys and taking care of them and and making sure that they're they're all good to go going into their transition. But uh, really, anybody out there that needs some financial service help, we're here to help. 
Well, we appreciate you, man, for and we'll do it again next Wednesday, and then we'll do it the Wednesday after the spring game as we kind of wrap up uh, spring ball. And then we got uh, some off-season uh, storylines and countdowns and things that we'll see if we can maybe get Winston involved in, at least on a monthly basis, and uh, try to keep talking football as we get ready for uh, the fall. But, uh, Winston, always appreciate your insight and your time. It was good seeing you down there the other day, and we'll do it again next Wednesday. All right, BJ, we'll see you. There he is, Winston Venable. Winston Venable's show is back for a couple of weeks. We'll be back next Wednesday with Winston. I'll be back with Mike Prater tomorrow. Full coverage of the Broncos, Bronco Nation News, bronconationnews.com.